0: Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. Something a little bit different. I'm going to give a proof that this voting, this nonsense about how we all have to vote, and voting is the most important thing, and you can't complain if you don't vote, and all this other crap. I've got a very interesting way I'm going to prove that none of that's true. And it's going to be a way that I don't think you've ever heard, because I've never heard of it, never seen it. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer, because I tell people the truth. And the truth is that I was a constitution, conservative, believing, greatest document, founders of geniuses kind of schmuck for many, many, many years. And then about 25 years ago, I got the Internet. And in fairly short order, I started figuring out that that whole thing's a scam. It's a con, it's a grift to keep me on a tax-paying plantation. And when I figured that out, I became self-certified as a master practitioner, and I don't need constitutional conservatives anymore because I know that they don't know what they're talking about, that they are still living in a dream world, or they're simply uh, knaves and grifters out there trying to uh, sell horse shit to the people. And... I've also given myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for all the fantastic work I've done on these podcasts, showing people how the system works. And when the movie Jones Plantation is finally formally released, I think I'm going to bestow upon myself the Presidential Medal of Freedom Award, which is the highest honor that a civilian can bestow upon themselves. And I think I've earned that as well. So I'm going to give that to myself. And I like having fake awards and making fun of these absurd credentials that people throw around because people are very impressed with credentials, far too impressed. Having credentials doesn't mean anything. Sure, someone might know something, but they may be completely uncredentialed and know something. So I like to make sure that people understand that that stuff is nonsense. It's complete nonsense and should simply be ignored. Okay, let's go ahead and get this show going. So I'm going to do a little bit different kind of show today. It's... Probably not technically a legal show outside of the fact that I get so tired of hearing about the so-called election and how important the election is, the critical nature of the election. Oh, my God, if you don't vote, you can't complain. (laughs) It's just complete and utter nonsense. Uh, The vote is complete shit. I've showed people again and again and again and again and again that your vote has absolutely no real value whatsoever. It's true. It's some little small local level. Maybe you can make a little jiggle here or there. But in any kind of national level, the federal level, it's pointless. The state level, it's pointless. It's all going to be crap. We've moved in one direction the entire time for 250 years. And there's absolutely no explanation for what went on with the Civil War. And that's the clear proof that the system can never work like people are told. That's all. There's just absolutely no question. i proved it absolutely unambiguously. It's been proved that the system is not what you're told. And for anybody in my Patreon who's been listening to my Spooner, Letter to Grover, Cleveland stuff, boy, there's some great stuff coming up in there. Extremely hardcore stuff, which is I can't wait to talk about and may take a little while to get through because it's like every line is great. But it's the same kind of proof. and. Of course, we're now in this kind of early stages of the big presidential race. We're almost always in some kind of political race. Everything's politicized in the news. And soon, I think in August or something, they start having these Republican debates. And Trump's going to be indicted during them. It's just an utter clown show. But what I want to do today is I want to go back because the implication is if we Had done some kind of other voting thing, things would be better. If voting in a different way with a different outcome for the person who was running wouldn't have made any difference, well, then the voting can't make any difference because we, by definition, had the better of the two candidates in there. And that's what this whole, if you don't vote, you can't complain nonsense is all fundamentally based upon if you simply break it down, meaning that we would have been way better off and would have been in a completely different position but for the voting outcome right that's the entire construct behind this idea that your vote matters and accounts and voter die and all this other stupid ridiculous crap so what i want to do is let's look at the actual candidates and, and see how much of a difference it could have even theoretically potentially made and I want to start with all of the presidents who have been presidents during my lifetime. And that would be all the way back to 1960. I wasn't born yet, but I was alive during the four-year period that this president, John Kennedy, was elected. And, of course, he got shot and killed and Johnson took over. But who did he run against in 1960? Richard Nixon. <laughs> okay, so Nixon. Well... We had Nixon. He got elected twice and got impeached and kicked out of office. So we would have been so much better if we just didn't elect Kennedy. We'd have had Nixon in there. Is that what people want to try to claim? That Kennedy, who was supposedly fighting the CIA and the deep state and got killed by them because of the Fed Reserve or Vietnam or whatever it was. I mean, they've now admitted they were involved with it. We'd have no idea why. Right? They could have killed him for all sorts of reasons. We don't know. But you're telling me that had we just gotten Richard Nixon in there, the trajectory, of the country would have been completely different? Of course not. No, it would have been just as stupid and shitty, just a different path. I explain to people all the time, look, we're going from here and we're going to another endpoint on the trail. And that's the prison island. I used to talk about how we sailed there. you tack left, tack right, tack left, tack right. It doesn't really matter how you get there. You can take a little comfortable half-day sail or you can make it a, a full day sail and get some lunch in between and stop at a little atoll. But it doesn't matter. The end point's the same. It's Prison Island. That's where we're going. The same with the trail. There's a lot of ways to hike from here over there. You start at the trail head. You can take these little side trails. Sometimes it'll take a little longer. Some will have a nicer view. Some won't. Some will have better campsites, but some will have more water. Some will have nicer views of the trees, but some of them don't have the cool rock formations. That's all the difference is. So that's the only difference that a voting makes is that the trail you take to get there varies, but you're going to the same place because they're both run by the same parties. So let's look in 1964. Could then we have really turned it around, would have really turned it around? We had Johnson was up against Goldwater. <laughs> How do you think that would have turned out with the Vietnam War and everything else? You think Barry Goldwater? even though I like tons of his positions, he's like every other politician. So is Barry Goldwater the reason that we're in this problem, that we didn't elect him? The people didn't vote hard enough to get Barry Goldwater in there in 1964? <laughs> is that the reason? Well, how about 1968? Richard Nixon, you won't have Dick Nixon to kick around anymore. Comes back, new tour, like the Rolling Stones when they're 80 years old kind of thing. Pops back up, runs, wins. Okay, who was he up against? Who was he up against? Johnson was already basically not wanted because of the Vietnam War. They brought in Hubert Humphrey. Ah, that's the man. That's the man that would have saved us if we had just voted correctly. It was a close race. Close race. Hubert Humphrey. We were just just this so close to having our savior in there. If only they could have gotten more organized and not split the vote between Wallace and Humphrey. If we could have just had that, we could have gotten Hubert Humphrey in there. Then it would have been turned around. Or maybe George Wallace. He was a strong third party runner then. Maybe we could have had him. He would have, He would have really brought the country together, united us, all the other crap they talked about. He would have saved us from the Fed. He would have gotten the federal government under control. You believe any of that? <laughs> you see how ridiculous that is? See how totally ridiculous that is. Well, how about 1972? We had another chance. See? We had Dick Nixon who won in a massive landslide. Who was he up against? George McGovern. That was the man that was going to do it. George McGovern. God, if we just gotten George McGovern, if the people had just understood the huge mistake they were making and that they needed to vote in George McGovern, then we would have been in just a complete... Completely different position today. Would have been so much better. So much better. Wow. (laughs) So then we had... uh Dick Nixon kicked out, and Gerald Ford steps in. Oh, man, that guy. Whoo-wee. That guy was fantastic. If we could have just kept him in there for a few more years, but instead Jimmy Carter got in there. Oh, boy, Gerald Ford was doing such a great job for us, though. He was really kicking ass. It's a shame we got Carter because Carter fucked a few things up. But Gerald Ford, that guy was the, he was the ticket. That was the ticket. We're, we're really going to go cruising if we could have just had Gerald Ford for four more years instead of the couple years we had from him. And then we got to 1980, and the people, they made this huge mistake of not reelecting Jimmy Carter. They put Ronald Reagan in there, who started the massive military buildup and basically took the national debt and put it on a straight-up trajectory and started financializing literally every single thing in the entire economy. That's the man. Having Reagan, that's what—oh, no, actually, didn't help us. But if we had Carter, ah, oh, then we would have been in way better shape. Would have, whoa, my God, so much better shape. And then in 1984, we had another opportunity, but oh, the people fucked up again, man. They didn't get behind Walter Mondale. Walter Mondale was going to turn it around for us, see? If people had just understood the importance of the vote, if they'd gotten out there, see? It's the people's fault. They didn't elect Walter Mondale. If we had, then we'd be in great shape. And, of course, in 1988, the people screwed up again. Reagan's gone. They bring in his vice president, George Bush, who's just, oh, man, that guy. He was a great pick, of course. But if they'd just taken Michael Dukakis, Michael Dukakis was there, right there for the pickings. We could have had President Michael Dukakis, and that would have turned it all around. See, that would have turned it all around, a whole different situation, if we could have just gone back in time and elected Michael Dukakis. I mean, George Bush, that guy was put in there. He's ex-CIA. Of course, he's not going to do a great job. The people screwed up. See, they screwed up and got Michael Dukakis right there. So then we turn around, 1992, it's all set up. It's all set up. We could have Bush again. He could stay in there. He could stay in there. But what happened? Oh, that damn Ross Perot jumped in. Just so happens. And then we got Bill Clinton. Oh, my God. If we could have just had George Bush a little bit longer, imagine how great that would have been. There's a man who knew how to help the people. That's a man who knew how to keep the federal government small. He knew how to keep the police state from taking over. But instead, we got Bill Clinton. I mean, that's a shame. Then... At the height of all of the insanity of Bill Clinton, when we realized maybe that was a mistake, uh, the Savior came in, Bob Dole, Bob Dole, and Ross Perot run again, Bob Dole, the original Viagra man, yes, that Bob Dole, but Perot ran again, drained it off, and we didn't get Bob Dole. Imagine how great it would have been if we'd have had Bob Dole. Um, People actually believe that would have made any damn difference. No, see, it wouldn't. So what happened in 2000 with the hanging chads? Oh, my God, the hanging chads in the Florida election. We were this close to saving ourselves with Al Gore as president. Oh, my God, imagine what a turnaround we'd have started. What a fantastic turnaround we could have had if we could have just gotten Al Gore in there if the Supreme Court hadn't intervened and screwed it up and the hanging chads had been counted. Imagine what could have happened. (laughs) We could have had Al Gore. Instead, we had George W. Bush. George W. Bush. And then George W. Bush ran again because he was kicking ass so much. But look who we gave up. John Kerry. John F. Kerry was that close to being president. Imagine what a turnaround king he could have been. Imagine the fantastic history that would have been written if we could have just gotten John F. Kerry in there in 2004. We wouldn't be looking at COVID. We wouldn't be looking at debt problems. This whole thing would have been turned around. So what happened in 2008 with the problem that came up with the financial questionable shit? When George W. Bush is leaving, he's maxed out. He's already served twice. So we're going to get someone new. Who do we put up there? John McCain. John McCain. We could have had him instead of Barack Obama. So instead of having the first black president who was half black and half white somehow turned black, <laughs> la la Chappelle show race draft, instead we could have had John McCain. We are talking about an earth-shattering change, a difference. My God, if you don't vote, you cannot complain. John McCain, just think of the trajectory. Think of all the fantastic things John McCain would have done as president. See, this is why your vote matters so much. This is why. And then in 2012, just 10 years ago, we had the opportunity to put Mitt Romney in there. (laughs) Think about it. If you could have gotten behind him, gotten organized, jumped up and down, sent sufficient number of checks, really voted your ass off, we could have had Mitt Romney. And then we would have been brought into the promised land. Instead, we had Barack Obama. Instead, we had Barack Obama. And that's where the problems are right there. That, you can trace it right back to that, right back to the fact that we didn't get Mitt Romney in there. And then when Obama was finished up, of course, then we had another opportunity because we elected Orange Man. And if we had just gotten Hillary in there, if Trump hadn't cheated, if he hadn't cheated to get in there, we'd have had Hillary Clinton, and Hillary Clinton could have fixed it all. Hillary Clinton was the answer. You see how easy this is? It's so simple. We could have solved all the problems if we had just had Hillary. Country would have been fully united. Everything would have been fantastic. She could have handled COVID so much better than Trump. It would have been unbelievable. And then in 2020, what happened? We could have had Trump for four more years. We could have had four more years of being impeached and all the fighting Instead, we got Biden. Oh, my gosh. Great choice. I mean, obviously great choice. But just think of four more years with Trump under COVID. Trump with the take the guns first, due process later, country fully united. We were that close if the country had been fully united. But ah, there was so much cheating. We were cheated out of the fantastic change we could have had coming off the COVID that he gave us with his National Declaration of Emergency and Warp Speed, trillions and trillions in money spent. Oh, my God, we could have had more of that. We could have had more of that. Instead, now we have the transgender horseshit being pushed by Biden. Do you see what I'm saying, people? Do you see? There is no panacea in this voting nonsense. Every one of those people who didn't get elected, would made no damn difference to where we are. We'd be just as screwed, maybe in a slightly different fashion, but all the major stuff would still be the same. The courts would be crooked. The deep state would be in charge. The debt would be overwhelming. The banker's scam would be running on. We'd have endless government programs. None of it would change, see? This is the problem people can't grasp. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal we <laughs> Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. The courts would be crooked. The deep state would be in charge. The debt would be overwhelming. The banker's scam would be running on. We'd have endless government programs. None of it would change, see? This is the problem people can't grasp. That it doesn't matter how far you go back. It doesn't make any difference. Adlai Stevenson, oh, if we could have just had him. (laughs) It's so dumb. This is the problem that The people believe that this voting shit matters because they get so involved in the day-to-day arguing, and that's all been massively inflated by the result of talk radio and now the internet social media. You see, talk radio, when it came about about 35 years ago, and it was really only Rush Limbaugh for the most part, and then it started spreading out to local areas, and the concept was sort of Proof of concept was done by Limbaugh, and then a bunch of people who completely and totally suck stepped in at the local level. And now even if you listen at the national level, most of the national level political talk sucks. The local is just almost unlistable. It's so bad. It's all just comedy gold to me. But if anything they were saying about getting organized and getting the word out, if that was the problem, right, then everything should have turned around 35 years ago when talk radio came about. And certainly for the last 20 years, we should be on a fantastic trajectory to completely fix this. Is that what's happened? No, it's not what's happened. The exact opposite's happened. It's getting worse and worse and worse. It's going exponential. <laughs> it's going exponential. So getting the word out now with social media everywhere and showing people all the problem, does not make any difference? No, it doesn't make any difference. Why? because the choices you have are a joke, because the system, even when they get in there, doesn't do anything, because there's nothing like what people imagine. It has nothing to do with freedom and liberty and limited government and the Constitution. Those are all fantasies. They're all Barnum statements. I've just gone over the last 60 plus years of potential so-called election results and You can see that absolutely nothing would have changed. We'd be in the same bad position regardless of every single one of those elections had gone the other way. Every single one. It wouldn't have made any difference. There's no combination of any of those people who were running who would have turned things around. See, so that proves that this get involved, get involved is so important and write checks and be sure you're aware of the issues and all this other stuff. It's all meaningless. It's just a way to keep people distracted because I've just proved that no amount of being involved and jumping up and down and writing checks and letting your voice be heard would have made any damn difference because there's no combination of any of those people who ever could have made any actual difference in any substantive way that would matter. None. None. It's just an impossible argument to address. And I can 100% guarantee you I can do that with every single location, every kind of governorship, run it back 60 years, every kind of senatorial race, every kind of house race. It won't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference. It can't make any difference. The system is set up to make sure it can't make any difference. That's what checks and balances are actually about. They're about making sure that the people themselves have no real say in the matter. They are checked and balanced against what the real purpose is, is to make sure that this governmental system can run on and on and on and on. Do you see that? (laughs) I mean, do I have to go back and prove it with some other set of things? No, it won't make any difference. The point's made. The point is made, it doesn't matter who you vote for. I just showed you it doesn't matter because it wouldn't matter which one of those people had been elected. All of the different time and money and just unbelievable amounts of stuff written about it and analyzed and analyzing every individual speech and what they promise and what they don't promise and the bills they put forward, it's all utter crap, people, because the bottom line is anybody can see what the end result is that shoots out the other side. And what is it? It's that it moves in the exact same direction forever. More and more government, fewer rights, more and more debt, constant war no matter who's in there, deep state growing and growing, constant surveillance state, building an electronic prison, making the people sicker and sicker, spraying us for two decades all over the place, denying all of it. Now they're all grouped in with the. World Economic Forum and all the countries act in unison when they lock everybody down about a made-up disease, so-called virus. Everyone makes the same mistakes in every country, basically all over the world with the masks and the social distancing, all the made-up shit that was completely concocted. And we're supposed to all believe that all this stuff just happens by accident and that if we just voted harder, that it would all change. See, that's the fundamental lie. That's why I don't talk about a lot of current topic subjects. I try to show people all that time is wasted. It's all wasted. It doesn't make any difference until people understand the basic structure and concept behind what government is, what they're told it's supposed to be, and what in reality it is. We don't have any chance. That's why all these people are talking about overthrowing and getting organized. That's all shit, people. It'll be instantaneously co-opted as long as people misunderstand the basic concept of what government is in their minds, this thing that has authority that you get one little tiny vote about, and then they just run off and do whatever the hell they want, and they can just order you to do whatever they care to against your will. As long as you have that concept in your head as that's a freedom machine, the Constitution represents it and supports it and everything else, you have no chance. See, there is no chance. It can never, ever work. Whatever this government was supposed to be, it has never been about protecting your rights. And the Civil War, whatever the Constitution was intended to be, completely and totally blew up any concept of this so-called voluntary union. And whatever this country, whatever is intended to be, had no chance of ever being since the Civil War. And who was behind it? the Republican Party, the same people who run around and pretend to be for freedom, liberty, constitutional conservatives, completely and totally destroyed the Constitution. If it was ever intended to be what they tell us. That's all. And that's why all of these discussions go back to FDR, go back to this, go back. It doesn't matter where you go back to. It doesn't matter where you go back to. None of these people were going to change anything because the structure, as long as the structure is in place, well, the structure is that the government can just make up these rules, whatever the hell it wants, basically. And then the government, in the form of this star chamber that's unelected, sits for life, just makes shit up and calls them rulings and then says we're all bound to it and calls it so-called constitutional. As long as that's the structure, we have no chance. As long as there's a belief that these people can just order you to do things and then you have to do it. They can just order you to pay a certain amount of money and support all their stupid shit and everything else, and they call that patriotism, duty, honor, have to. only thing certain is death and taxes, all these different things designed to make people brainwashed about the idea that they must follow these things, and they call it a freedom machine. And I think I've proved it. I just think it's just clear as day that if you go back and actually look, you'll see that there's no amount of voting that could have ever changed any of this no amount. There's literally no combination of those people that would have made any difference to the outcome we have. None. (laughs) It's just a matter of going on a different little trail and went up the hill a little ways and saw a little spring and it was nice. And then we had to come back down and we're still heading off to Prison Island. It's the same. It's just clear as day. There's no way to argue with it. So, So I wanted to do that. I wanted to give people a completely different perspective on a way to demonstrate that voting and all this discussion of voting and the importance of voting and organizing and listening and and paying attention and all this stupid shit they've run people into in this system is a total waste of your time. And this is why I don't follow it closely. I don't listen to stuff except for comedy and to make funny shows and to make fun of them and to mock them and to mock the people who continue to believe in this after I tell them again and again how useless it is. I just don't think there's any way to get around the proof I just made that voting is not ever going to be the solution. It's just never going to be the solution. So, so that's it. If you want to follow me you can, I'm Legal Man at US Crime Review on Twitter. And I want to thank people in Patreon who support my show. I really appreciate it. You guys have a lot of integrity. I know that the information I've given you is extremely valuable and really simply not available anywhere else. And I appreciate the people who have the integrity to step up in a free market and say, hey, the guy does something that's got real value I look forward to. Uh, I'm going to support him. So thank you. And as far as the movie goes, Jones Plantation, you know, I play Mr. Jones. We showed it in Phoenix on June 3rd. We're going to be at Porkfest on the 21st of June. And hopefully the people will like it there. They loved it in Phoenix, and then uh, we're hoping we're going to show it in Dallas in July. I know that Andrew's still looking for a theater. There's going to be a digital release, so you'll be able to purchase it in some form or fashion digitally sometime, probably coming up in the next, you know, same kind of time frame, this sort of end of June, July-ish kind of time frame. And we're going to have some other screenings, and I'll keep people apprised of those. But the movie's great, and I hope people support the movie because movies are a great way to reach people. They're a very subtle message, and this is a movie like no other movie. We just blow up so many official narratives. <laughs> we just blow them up. And a lot of people will never listen to a podcast and read anything or anything else, but they might go see a movie, and this movie's very entertaining. It's It's got a very serious message, and it's got a lot of dark stuff in it, but... You know, we've tried to make a bunch of memeable GIFs and stuff like that in there with some crazy, ridiculous stuff, and people seem to catch it and enjoy it. So thank you to anybody who supports that project. I really appreciate it. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. So